This podcast contains adult language. Starting now. Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of All the World's a Cage, the podcast that delves deep into Nicolas Cage's cryptic filmography, one movie at a time. But this isn't just a podcast, folks. It's a mid-stakes, globe-trotting adventure. Come along with us to Essentially Everywhere, Buckingham Palace, a lake in North Dakota, Secret President Tunnels, and the rug beneath Queen Victoria's secret safe desk. So, Grab the Declaration of Independence and join us. We watched the 2007 action-adventure film National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. 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 Starring Nicolas Cage as Benjamin Franklin Gates, because of of course he is. (laughs) So, just to start us off here, had either of you guys seen this movie before? Nope. That's a no for me. Also a no for me. Follow-up. Had either of you guys seen the previous film in this series before? No. <laughs> uh, I'm your co-host, Jeff, and I had not oh. seen either of these flicks. Every I'm time, your co-host, Sean, and time. I was going in gold. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Josh, who always forgets that part. I'm just going to put that in here. Oh, wow. All caps. I'm your co-host, Josh. <laughs> Yeah. And hold on a sec. I'm just going to make that 40 point font. Cool. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's take all the spontaneity uh, <laughs> out of it. I prefer scripted, you know. So, I mean, if, if people at home don't know, we do script this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the care <laughs> and precision goes into the writing, uh, especially <laughs> when we just like go off on long diatribes mm. about other movies that we've been watching and stuff like that that's all carefully yep. uh, planned out as, yeah as well yeah. as um me repeating myself of course i uh just <laughs> i just i just cut and paste realize, most of my yeah. words in so uh yeah <laughs> gotta hit that character get a couple limit. extra it's a lot <laughs> of work you know uh, a lot of long hours in the writer's room so yeah i actually had seen the previous movie before uh oh, okay. and i'm very interested to know I guess what your guys take on this was like I, uh, just to start us off. What did you guys think of the Justin Bartha character? He's like the sidekick guy, mm-hmm. the uh, the hacker dude. I, oh, man, it was just like insert like <laughs> uh, nerd with all the gadgets. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like it's a mid 2000s staple. Yeah, it, and I get it. Like they've maybe made money on the last movie, like through finding some sort of treasure or stealing mm-hmm. the. In, I'm not sure, entirely sure. <laughs> yeah, um, still, still steal, up in the air. Like, did they steal <laughs> like a national treasure and what? Like, sell it or did they return it with like yeah. a I'm sorry note? No, just like you were right the first time. They stole the Declaration of Independence and then just sold it. Really. Yep. No. Really? <laughs> no. I was like, There's, I'm trying to remember. They have a lot I mean, of ref, uh, reverence for the, uh, the United States history, like um, and lore of all the all the fun artifacts and um, mm-hmm. just like you know, it, it felt like if if like uh, 
a docent of like some museum like was just like fucking wrote a fan fiction of like what if what if I like curated like I could just find all these cool clues like Carmen San Diego yeah. style. And yeah, just, this was this was written by like the night watchman at like yeah. the like the Library of Congress. Exactly. It's like yeah, yeah all these things are so cool because they all have like a real cool like history around them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like you have to know all of these stories for any of these like puzzles to be solved. But they they do it without googling anything. They're just like, of course, the Resolute Desk. There's yeah. two of them, you know. One. Well, yeah. He's he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like human Google. Yeah, he just ben, knows. Ben, he just knows everything. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin Gates would be a stone cold killer on Jeopardy. God like, damn! Yes, right. <laughs> he's a yeah. he's got a very Ken Jennings kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that to me is and, like really. And the Ken big... Jennings is already charismatic, but if you put Nick Cage's head on yeah, Ken Jennings' body, shit, you got national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I mean, and I think that's kind of one of the problems of the movie is it's he just never has like a struggle. He never, he never has like a problem that he doesn't just automatically know what to do about. You know what I mean? Like the mysteries are just like presented. And then Nick Cage kind of like looks up at the ceiling for a minute. And then he's like the resolute desks. He just like knows it immediately. Well, I know how to, I know how to satisfy women now. I, I, I hate to disagree (laughs) with you, Josh, but yes, there is one thing that he does not know very well. And and that's women, because when they start sentences with the word, so that means trouble. What was even that? What, what was even that? (laughs) Well, I think it was just the year 2007 was kind of just leaking. It's true. We didn't. We still. We didn't really know much about women at that point, mm-hmm. and God knows we couldn't ask him. So this, if you guys haven't seen the first movie, this is directed at you guys, by the way. If you haven't okay. seen the first movie, don't worry. You pretty much just did. Like I, I, this movie is such a retread of the first one. It's mind-boggling. Like every single, it's all reset to zero. Right? Him and Diane Kruger get together in the first movie. Right. And they, they dislike each other and fight, and then they get together at the end through mutual um, struggle, right? It binds them together. And in this movie, they're, you know, at each other's throats, and then they get together again. And, like, his relationship with his dad is tense, and then at the end it's not. And, like, Justin Bartha is kind of like, Meh. and then at the end he's like, eh, okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's just the same yeah. steps played again. Yeah. It's like a sitcom, how they reset at the end of every 30-minute cycle and the next episode just starts over thank you for telling us it that way because i was very confused uh if i was missing anything due to the lack of a cartoon catch em up uh during the opening credits you this know i was expecting those, I feel like. yeah i mean it's a disney thing so it's like come on like couldn't you have just been like hey like remember all this stuff that happened in the first one also guess who's in this movie and then <laughs> Yeah, so tell me tell me about the villain's arc in the first movie. Does that does that mimic Ed Harris's arc in this where he Ugh. is motivated by money sometimes or the contributing name, to history? history? Ancestral Maybe. pride? Like Something I don't, I don't know. The really motivations in this movie are so bizarre. And yeah. we'll get we'll get into that, but no, I mean I feel like it's been a while since I've seen the first one, but I believe that the villain's arc or at least their strategy kind of 
is the same as this one. They want to find something, but they don't know how. But they know that Nick Cage can. So they feed him clues, but also, like, follow him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? They feed him clues so that he'll solve it. But they're, you know, dogging him the entire time. So that yeah, when he gets to the treasure, haha, we're here now. Swoop in at the last second with a handgun and a hostage. And all of a sudden, the table's yeah, turn. Exactly. Exactly, okay. yeah. Uh, and, oh, for those of you at home, if you haven't seen this movie before... Here we go. Here's what it's about. <laughs> I guess uh, Nick Cage is a uh, Nick Cage is Indiana. Nick Cage is Indiana Jones. Start. Yeah. Start. Start at the beginning. Uh, John Wick's booth. Okay. So. <laughs> so. So the Civil War. Now, um, <laughs> Nick Cage is Indiana Jones. He's a college professor who's like a historian, but he's also uh, like a treasure hunter, right? And uh, he finds out some stuff about his ancestors and wants to solve it. So he teams up with Justin Bartha and uh, Diane Kruger and also his dad, uh, John Voight, and his <laughs> mom, Helen Mirren. And then they bounce around the globe, putting all these pieces together to find a lost city of gold. And Ed Harris is the antagonist of the movie, who is, as I said, feeding him pieces of information but also trailing just behind him and observing everything he does so that he can swoop in at the last minute and I guess get rich, but also maybe just get the notoriety. And then at the end of the movie, they do, and Ed Harris dies. Spoilers, sorry. Uh, did I miss anything <laughs> major? That's about it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That was you covered all the bullet points. Yeah. And oh goodness, Ed. Yeah, Ed Harris is like muddled. Um, like ambition was so uh, so frustrating because yeah. it's like well you want to clear your name or no you don't want to clear your name that's a uh, benjamin uh yes who, okay uh he's just like oh i just want the money and history to remember me but also you know it wouldn't be a uh, an american movie without like a monetary value at the end of the movie <laughs> yeah it's 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 like a gone in 60 seconds like i'll spare your brother's life and also two hundred thousand dollars yeah <laughs> like you know. unnecessary i mean yeah yeah just take one brick of gold yeah and then um it's worth a lot of money tell them to s to yeah well to excavate. justin bartha tries yeah <laughs> he's like <laughs> shoveling one into his backpack i laughed at that yeah i, I would have done good. the same thing there were some bright spots in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess uh, just I kind of want to get your guys overall view of the film. Did you like it? Not really. No. Yeah. No, I did not like this one. Uh, I yeah. literally paused it uh, to get another tea during like halfway mm-hmm. through. I guess I, I paused it thinking there's got to be like, what, 10 minutes left? Well, ha- it was an hour, an, a full hour. This movie little... also, by the way, is like two and a half hours. It's yeah. stupid long. Yeah, I know. Like, it, it, it's bloated see, for con- sure. Consulting my notes here, I have a note. Uh, quote: "It's in the president's secret book." And then I wrote, "Oh God, this movie is never going to end. My <laughs> wife is watching this movie now." I was like, yeah. "The president's secret book." Yeah, like there's the president is in this movie now. We have to meet him and develop him and kidnap him, really? But they also go out of their way to make it seem like 
the president is the coolest rock and roll dude. Yeah, he's like, like a badass for sure. Oh I, my god. I thought for sure that it was gonna be Harrison Ford. No, it should it, it should have been Harrison it, it Ford. It should have been because nobody else would bring the gravitas that a US president could have. I was really curious to see if they were gonna if they were gonna Charlie try and Sheen. do a I was really curious to see if they were gonna try and do a GWB. If they were gonna try and have a, a W. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, they didn't have the stones. They just made up a fake generic president. A and fake that, cool president. A fake. He's like a rock and roll president. I feel like that actor, by the way, uh, Bruce Greenwood. I feel like he is just the president a lot, right? Seems or like, like military. He's definitely played uh, Starship Captains. Let's see. He's played yes, definitely. Batman. Wait, Batman and what? Yeah, we've got another Batman here. He is an animated actor in Gotham by Mm -hmm. Gaslight and Death in the Family. Also, uh, those are animated. Never mind. What about Young Young Justice TV series? Is that animated? Let me just Mm -hmm. click on it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, just just scrolling through really quick, I do see President, Doctor, General, (laughs) Captain. Yeah, Navy like, Captain, General, yeah. Lieutenant Colonel. Like he's 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 just a kind of when you need a stock authority figure, he's yeah. kind of your go-to guy. And I thought he was great. He was fine. Yeah. Um yeah. Oh, really give me those good Kennedy vibes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like I would vote for him. I uh oh, I almost forgot. I wanted to add really quick. I did not like this movie. I thought it was very bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh yeah. I thought it was, you know, classic. This is the thing that I feel like we say a lot, which is that it there's a lot of stuff in the movie and um, also like not, just not enough. It doesn't delve into any of the subjects deeply enough for the, any of them to be interesting. And all of the different topics and plot points just sort of fly past. Set dressing. It's like, okay, treasure yeah. hunt. Um, we're going to have a clue that leads us to... The- Buckingham Palace. All right, the real trick is going to get into the Queen's private study. Now, what we have is like uh, something that would be like an Ocean's Eleven thing, where you got to get your crew together and then, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, get a plan and then like execute the plan. And then it's like, nope, nope. He just holds holds a vase of flowers and wear, rides a dung waiter all the way up to the room, and then. <laughs> Uh, that's well, it. Like, yeah, and, and his wife Diane Kruger just yeah. happens to have taken a plane yeah. to England to ask if she could help him. Yeah. Like what was nobody that has phones. About? They, they have they have cell phones. Yeah. Like oh, they have cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> and by and, the way, did you fact, guys know they take pictures now? Yeah, <laughs> I know. A lot of uh, Motorola Razor action. Yeah, and I also saw MSN.com, and uh, at the very end of the movie, Quiznos. Did you guys uh, notice yeah. that? Yeah. When, well, when they're both like, uh, you know, like they've undergone the whole ordeal and they're like under their army blankets or whatever, you know? And uh, he brings her like a Quiznos cup. And she's like, oh, thank God. Quiznos. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was yeah, it was like an Ocean's Eleven, except his crew was like his ex-wife, an idiot, and his dad. <laughs> also, dad is like supposedly a, a treasure hunter himself, but also seems like an idiot. Yeah, everyone's kind yeah. of an idiot. like, I, and Justin Bartha's character is especially hilarious to me because he is 
A, a genius. B, yeah. an idiot. C, an extremely yeah. handsome and charismatic gentleman. And yeah. D, a total strikeout with the ladies. <laughs> like, he's like, uh, yes. He's, he's a rich, handsome treasure hunter. And women are like, fuck you. Yeah, the woman at the bookstore <laughs> is like, oh, you dumb weirdo i hate you why would you talk to me at your books your he's like at a barnes and nobles and there's like no one there to see him yeah like um yeah also you were like, a part of the greatest heist in american history and you have movie star good looks and this is your, the book you just published Fuck and that's your ferrari you. outside <laughs> it's being towed it's, uh, <laughs> I just annoyed myself with my own laugh. Yeah, and then the, the uh, only male in this whole in this whole uh, movie that reads your book is like freaking like uh, Harvey, Harvey Keitel. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like the only for everybody else is just funny. like a couple ladies would come up and be like, "Oh my god, I loved your book. Um, you're kind of a dweeb." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> just like fuck are off. you Ben Gates? No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well then guess what that means you're dog shit if you're yeah. not ben gates then you're a fucking piece of dirty trash that i have to scrape <laughs> off of my boot yes yeah. the and fucking then he kind of like comes up with the like he knows what the book of secrets is and it's like okay book of secrets can we just talk about that for a second yeah let's talk about the book of secrets john <laughs> the I book mean, of secrets is a secret book the only presidents have and they give mm-hmm. it to each other mm-hmm. and when he thumbs through it there's like cutouts like there's like a little like yeah. kennedy baby like page holder or like <laughs> you know then it thumbs past just like real quick oh the kennedy assassination yeah and <laughs> i know and it's Nick, car- Nick, like the page is like there's no time for that i'm like what yeah there is man yeah there super is i don't care what else is happening around you hey but it's like which hey ben your your phone has a camera yeah yeah they should have been taking pictures Uh, of every page i I also love that as they're flipping through (laughs) uh justin bartha's like oh see area 51 i knew it so aliens are real Yet another well, movie. They just casually cast that revelation. Another yeah, I mean, movie casually it. confirming aliens. <laughs> also, hey, buddy, your jacket has pockets. Nobody knows that book is there except for the president. So yeah, take and, it and bring it back in like a week. Well, and and also the president, by the way, who you could kind of say deserves to have his special book stolen because after... They get out of the secret tunnel in, uh, uh, what's it called? Mount Vernon. Mm -hmm. They get get out of the secret tunnel, and the president goes, well, I guess you're on the lam now, because I have to tell them that you abducted me. (laughs) Yeah, real dick move there. I was just like, no, you don't. No. Just go go back and be like, yeah, the door closed behind us. It was crazy. Anyway, he helped me get back here. And yeah. all would be forgiven. But instead, he's just like, well, I have to tell them. So yeah. dumb. And then so later dumb. in the movie, that's exactly what happens. Yes. He's like, but he just makes yes. Nick Cage sweat it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he, he just wants to sick the Secret Service on him for like a week. And yeah. then he's like, all right, nah, it's fine, guys. Don't worry about it. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Sounds good, boss. Ah, <laughs> oh, That made me very frustrated, by the way. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, the door closed. 
weird stone yeah. door closes. They knock it down. He could have like also just stood there. They were yeah. knocking that 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 wall down. Yeah. Like just let's deface a museum. It's fine. President's life might be in danger. Let's save it. Yeah. Okay. I get that. That's your job. But president didn't have to go a mile down a tunnel. Right. <laughs> he could have just stayed there and been like, "All right, you run off and have that head start. I'm just gonna hang out here. Just head, nope. Yeah, just I'm gonna hoof hangout. it to a truck to make a truck driver be like, "Oh, <laughs> is that I, the president?" Yeah, on I the did side actually. Of the I liked road? that part. That was funny. Yeah, that that was a good throwaway joke. He like hails the the truck cab and it says to himself something to the effect of like, "Well, this is gonna be interesting." <laughs> Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, that's pretty funny. He's all like, he's like got a bunch of scrapes and stuff. Yeah, I like that part. I don't know. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> so I have a question here. I'm just sorry. Just going through my notes kind of point okay. by point. Uh, is Diane Kruger's character supposed to be German? Because she is in real life and also sometimes in this movie. Yeah. Did you really, guys notice? I, did you uh, not notice her accent? No, I mean, sh- I... I I noticed she, a little bit of it, but I didn't. They were traveling all over the world. I was just like, maybe she's taking on some of the local dialect. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Who can, what? N- not even all over the world. They went to like Paris and they went to like, um, like England. That's. Yeah. <laughs> wherever they went all wherever over Buckingham the Palace is. I think uh, London, but I don't want to say yes, all over it the is. world. Very Eurocentric worldview, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, sorry, did I miss the part where they went to Jakarta? Anyway, um, I also, I just, I, that's a huge pet peeve of mine is when they have actors who have accents do an American accent because, I don't know, like, I have not, there's only been a few occasions where I've seen it done really well. Like, Hugh Laurie, I think, does a good job. Uh, is like, Dr. House. I think mm-hmm. he sounds very authentic. But then, even, like... Tom, Tom Holland... Spider, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Boy. that's true. Yeah. Um, he does a good job. Uh, One of the puns, I think. Oh, God. What's the actor who plays Poe? Um, uh, not Poe. Oscar po. Isaac. Not Poe. Um, Finn in Star Wars. Oh, uh, uh, shit. What is his name? John Boyega. Right. John mm. Boyega. He does a fantastic American accent, I think. But, like, even really good actors have a hard time with it. Like I think Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't do a good one. And I don't think Helen Mirren does a very good one in this either. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Helen Mirren's dialogue delivery sounded weird for sure. Yeah. It definitely sounded like somebody trying to do somebody who was doing an accent that was not their native accent. And you could kind of tell what a, and by the way, Helen Mirren's in this movie. What a fucking waste. Yeah. <laughs> That's she, wild. She just plays like the concerned mother. Like it is not yeah. a, like not a not a great role. No. Yeah, she uh, was scheduled to have an audience with the Queen of England for having portrayed her, but had to decline because they were filming this movie. Shut the fuck up! Really? <laughs> yeah. She turned down a meeting with the Queen of England to do this? Yeah, a- after having just played her, and that's why she was going to be meeting her. So. Dude, I am aghast. Are you fucking serious? Oh, my God. I want to write her a letter. Yeah, not not quite in the realm of fuck-ups of, like, 
uh, my all-time favorite fuck up, which is I know what this is gonna be Will Smith turning down the role of Neo <laughs> to be in oh. Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's... Um, what, but... what what did you think I was gonna say? I thought you were gonna talk about in um uh The Rock how somebody used the fake uh nerve gas that's in the movie the rock to justify the iraq war oh, oh god yeah that mm-hmm. that's yep. like the that's the fucking mvp of movie yeah. goofs goofs yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even the movie like that's just an Whoopsie. asshole taking like a, a a fact and not even a fact just something that happened in a fucking movie <laughs> Let's go ahead and, and see if and that's listed the in the goof section for the rock. Yeah, it's probably trivia. It's it's trivia is more appropriate, but is hey on IMDb is there a war crime section? <laughs> uh, I don't see one here. Mm. Okay, let's get back to talking about National Treasure Book of Secrets. Absolutely. My next note here is. Um, hey, Justin Bartha, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> what, pray tell, is this in reference? To? I don't, I don't think it needs to be in reference to anything specific. It's pretty much the whole, the whole, everybody's reaction to him is like, who fucking cares? Yeah, did you see all the up, electronics idiot. that he like put to the, like the, the bathroom stall, like door? Yeah, that part was like, cool. That was, that was pretty cool. He turned a Blackberry into some sort of, I don't know, toilet computer, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he made a toilet computer. That part was cool in Buckingham Palace. Um, yeah. I put my next note here is what's Nick Cage's character's motivation? And I'm going to ask you guys that question. What do you think? Okay, adventure. He, well, yeah, he really just is like a de- like he loves U.S. history to yeah. the point where he will put his life in danger to figure out the mystery, unraveling the secrets of I don't know the Illuminati. Or whatever uh, this is. Yeah. What would you call this? The the temp- Knights Templar. What? What is this? I think the. What are we watching? No, there is because like, a like the Stonemasons society in this movie, but I forget what it's called. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't all matter. made up bullshit. I mean, because really, really, his motivation seems to be that his ancestor has been accused of. This is, by the way, this is all explained in the like exposition dump scene at the beginning of the movie where it's the civil war john wilkes booth abraham lincoln yeah, the fourth theater you know was the whole deal. any of that important in the first movie like did they say no. like no you're like you know you're related to uh that m- murderer john wilkes booth or whatever not even john wilkes booth. ben the, not ben, whatever his name is something something gates <laughs> yes. something gates yeah uh, his yeah. ancestor that actually kind of is that okay. uh, in the first movie that he comes from a lineage that is like integral to American President history. Yeah. Okay. But his motivation well, seems to... Uh, obviously, his name is Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> so... Yeah, so he comes from a long line of, like, uh, it's like vampire slayers, like, once a Helsing, always a Helsing, but this is, um... <laughs> this is like... the Gates family. Hold on, hold on. Hold the fuck... Hold on a second. So John Voight... Yep. ...his character was, like... Yeah. Patrick Gates, normal last name. Patty Patty Gates <laughs> yeah. was like, hey, Helen Mirren, you know what I think we should name our son? I was thinking Benjamin. She was like, oh, I like that. And he's like, yeah. And then, like, yeah, she, Benjamin, she, Benjamin Franklin. 
she flipped their well-worn <laughs> copy of Fragile by Yes to the B-side and lit it up <laughs> and was like, yeah, man, that's so sick. I love history. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's a It was just a record cut, of, like, dude. Star Spangled Banner, but with, like, cannons. I mean, <laughs> roundabout's a jam. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. They, that's a deep it's cut, just, buddy. Like, I get it. Like you can come from a family that's like, you know, maybe both parents are like super into history or something, but like that doesn't make you a treasure hunter, but it might make you really good at like silly facts about like us history. He just knows, which he uses as a superpower in this movie. He is like a superhero. He just knows everything. He has an encyclopedic knowledge. Like they don't need a library of Congress because he just knows it all. You can just, Ask him. He's but like, when oh. one library dies, so does all the information in it. Sorry. Oh, shit. I, uh, <laughs> wow. You just got deep on us. No, I was thinking was, like the. Yeah, you know, that was actually. Whatever. That was really profound. <laughs> whatever. Move on, on. I did not come up with that. I'm sure. Can you, can you guys help me decode one of my notes? Because I can't. I don't remember. Okay, why well, I wrote which this. cipher are you using? Yeah. Okay. Go hit hit us with your Playfair cipher. Uh, we'll, I just we'll see if we have the keyword. I all I wrote was uh, that kid sucks, and I don't remember why. I know who it is. I know who it is. It's the kid at the Easter egg roll at the oh, White House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kid. Oh, that's did, right. Did suck. That kid yeah, does he, suck. That that kid sucks, but also knows a weird amount of American history. I can't remember exactly what they talk about, but he like he like argues with Nick mm-hmm. about yeah. something, and then Nick is like, "Huh, whatever. It's, I don't know what they're teaching kids these days." That's blah blah. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, that that is not a common no. theory of history." <laughs> whatever. It's like, yeah, hey, the, yeah, the kids like, "Hey, aren't you Ben?" Historians Gates, are the, skeptic the, of that. Aren't you Ben <laughs> like, Gates, the guy whose great great grandfather? was recently revealed to be a confidant in the plot to kill Abraham Lincoln. And he was like, it's not accurate. It's like, kid. bro, you're 10. <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking watch an episode of Teen Titans Go or something. Why are you talking <laughs> oh, to me about exactly. history? Well, come on. You guys know when all kids like eventually get super into like president murders. Like, they just get weirdly obsessed. It's like that in the Titanic. Yeah. Like, they just fucking love it for some reason. I mean... Something about being macabre. Something about it's actually history. I don't know. I guess a kid who did want to go to the White House Easter egg hunt is probably, like, super into history. Yeah. 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 That does Also, they had, like, better looking bunnies than in the one in real life. The one in real life is just a uh, creepy, creepy uh, nerd rabbit. Google it. You guys can Creepy, creepy nerd. Ra- okay, I'll yeah. definitely be delving into that Jesus, at some point. it is. Um, <laughs> I, I do it want to... terrifying. But before we move Drop off the, the topic link, of this little kid, who I wasn't really expecting to be a heavy topic of discussion, but here we are. <laughs> Did you guys notice that he does a weird little, like, red rum ass, like, finger curl at him no right before he walks away he goes like eh, eh. he like makes a face and like does this with his finger what okay he gets a podcast he like <laughs> looks at him and goes like the red rum finger yeah yeah, yeah. crooks his finger Murder. Yeah. yeah okay i well, did not well. notice that that's so bizarre why would they so 
I have no idea. I put it in my notes. I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I bet I bet that kid improv that. That he's always improving shit, that kid. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also wrote here, what a waste of a good Harvey Keitel. Yeah, I, it, does he he must have a bigger role in the first movie. I, I don't believe he's in the first movie. Really? He acts like an old, so. like, I you know, he's I've been on his ass for years. Like, that's his mentality of, like, oh, fucking Benjamin again. Coming, huh. This, this asshole, you don't think we're all constantly watching the stupid shit you do? Oh, wait, like, no, he is. Huh. <laughs> he is. My mistake. Okay, I was going to say, there's no his, there's no reason for that character yep. to be in this movie. The only reason nope. is that he was in the first one and Harvey Keitel said, <laughs> yes, I would like to do one more, please. Yeah. He, he held out his hands like this and said... Yes, please. I would like to take some more yes. money, Disney. Thank you. Would you Under- put some <laughs> Disney money into these hands of mine, Harvey yes. Keitel? I just have to sit at a desk for like an afternoon and then like walk through the Library of Congress one time and that's it. Perfect. Yeah. Two million dollars, cu- please. Couple couple times just sitting in a cop car like, God damn it. He's going the other way. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> when they say... um. There's a scene where they say they're talking about the Book of Secrets and how the next piece of their puzzle is located within the Book of Secrets. Uh, somebody says the only way you'll see that book is if you get elected president. And I really wanted it to just immediately smash cut to them looking up how to enroll in like <laughs> running for president and then like calling like campaign sign places and trying to get a deal and like <laughs> You just yeah. smash cut to November, like, well, yeah. I got elected president. Yeah, the next scene is just <laughs> yeah. him, like, getting sw- his hand on the Bible, getting sworn in. Mm-hmm. And then then he opens up the jet desk, gets the little piece of the puzzle, and then just, like, fucks off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just leaves the yeah. Oval Office, walks out of the White House. Yeah, he, point- yeah. he looks at his Secret vice Service president. is like, where did he go? He looks at Vice President Bartha and is like, you got this right. And he's like, uh, gulp. <laughs> I would totally, I would watch that movie over this. Oh, man. Uh, but no, instead, he just comes up with a, I almost said convoluted plan to kidnap the president. <laughs> but it's not really. It's not. Com- it's, it's not really all that complicated. It's pretty much point A to point B, isn't it? He yeah, does the sh- shortest distance between two points is a line, and they pretty much just walk into the Oval Office. Well, they don't just walk they... in; they uh, go up through the river, right, or lake, and then like he jumps off the boat in like a tuxedo, in a wetsuit, mm-hmm. and then takes off the wetsuit in a tuxedo, yep. and then just walks in, and it's just like, hey, you didn't see that woman I was trying to like. Uh, Oh, well, that's to Mount Vernon. I I thought we were talking about the White House. Oh, I was talking about Mount Vernon. Um, We can talk about the (laughs) Oval Office thing. Because they try that first, right? They try to go to the Oval Office first, but the piece of wood hidden in the desk is missing. Yeah. Sorry, the the clue missing in the desk is hidden. Okay. Yeah, the uh, their, their brilliant plan to get into the Oval Office is basically Diane Kruger going, I have boobs. Here's my... Cool boobs, and then yeah. they're in the White House. It she works just, really well. She just seduces the dad from Modern Family, and they <laughs> he just lets them into the Oval Office. Yeah, yeah, which also just doesn't have like any guards. Like, like there's like, there's in cameras in there. Yeah, right. Preposterous. You would think. I, I, you would I think. 
I've heard it said that there are 3,200 active Secret Service agents assigned to just the president. Holy shit. I don't shit. know if that's verifiable, but it's like, look, the Oval Office is n- never just empty. No. I don't care if it's Easter egg day. Like, yeah. If anything, it would have but a But Jeff, more it's Easter. That's the Secret Service agents who want to go on the Easter egg hunt. Like, but yeah. president. But it's an egg roll or something. But like they, it's Christmas. They're like pushing <laughs> eggs with spoons, which I'm not familiar with that um, tradition. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a thing. I think. Um, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stupid. They're just like four idiots, and versus like the United States Secret Service, and they come out on top handily. Not even a challenge yeah. for them. No problem. Uh, so let's talk about Mount Vernon then. Yes. So Jay, then that sorry, doesn't sorry, work. Sorry to interrupt you before. T- t- no, you're good. Their good, good, cool plan to get into yeah. Mount Vernon. What's up? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they they have John Voight riding like a little fishing boat or, or <laughs> like a a boat, and he's just like so I'm fishing, and then they jump off like just like mm-hmm. secret agent, just like fall into the water. Yeah. Go up to the shore disrobe change into a tuxedo or just unzip and like that you know pause i want to add a little context there's a party going on at mount vernon that they're crashing okay Mm -hmm. it's the president's birthday Birthday. yeah yes right that was lucky oh well oh they passed this you didn't did you not catch the scene that, that they were calling all over the place and being like Oh, nobody. Yeah. Nobody can uh, have the president's birthday. All the places are booked. Yeah. Which, like you wouldn't drop you that stupid wedding for like the, for the president's yeah. birthday. <laughs> also, like any venue that is even feasibly capable of accommodating yeah. the president's birthday is going to require a security deposit. Yeah. They're not just going to take Absolutely. a phone call and be like, uh, let's see, ballroom, uh, ornate chandeliers. Yep, we have yeah. those. Yeah, capacity of uh, three thousand guests. Yeah, sure. I'll just pencil you in for next month. Yeah, show <laughs> like, up what? or don't show like, up. We like, can just hold it. Don't worry about it. What was it like? What was the time between yeah. that? Like, sorry, we calling a... up all the places because I'm pretty sure it'd be like those arrangements would be made like a year. Oh advance. yeah, they wouldn't just be. <laughs> they wouldn't just be like, sorry, we had, there's a furry convention. We can't. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Mr. President. Yeah, Dashcon is uh, this week. <laughs> Dashcon. <laughs> Yeah, come on. It's like if you want to come the next I, week, you can. We'll ask if they can leave the ball pit. <laughs> we're gonna clean up really we're, we're good. Gonna, we're promise. gonna we're gonna clean a lot. Uh, so yes, uh, John Voight is in a fishing boat with an adorable <laughs> hat, which he would not get within a mile of that party. But he's just like in the water, and the Secret Service rolls up, and he's like, "What? Huh? Oh, hi." It's like no. He wouldn't be able to get within a mile of that place, but he just bumbles on in. Anyway. So that brings up a question that I had about the tunnels underneath of Mount Vernon. Mm -hmm. How far did they travel on foot? Because when they get out of the end of the tunnel, Mm -hmm. Nick Cage's dad is there waiting to pick him up in like a Nissan Altima that's just like parked on it. Like... How did he get that car to where they are? Or did they travel like miles and miles? Well, I don't away? know. I feel like the movie wants it to be like a long time, right? Like the movie kind of wants it to be like a couple miles, but it can't, it can't have been. I, I mean, movie miles. 
What did okay? So did they say what the purpose of the secret tunnels Escape is? Escape tunnels remember. for like if the president was in danger. Was it really? Yep. Okay, I I have a thing I want to talk about, and I want to just cordon it off in its own area. I want to set up a fence, and I want to put this subject inside the fence, and we're just going to leave it there because otherwise, it's basically all that I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> you may raise your fence, but I will. Uh... Lay down a good old session, a secret tunnel. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. The subject is, how did nobody notice that before? And that isn't just in reference to these secret tunnels. It's in reference to everything in this movie. How did nobody notice the secret inscription on the Eiffel fucking tower? Wasn't it the Eiffel Tower? No, Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Well, it's because it was that dumb small one nobody looks at. <laughs> Nobody, nobody fucking cares about that one. How did nobody notice yeah. that the fucking desk in the Oval Office is a secret safe? Well, uh, but well, they did, though. That's the one thing that someone did notice. Who who did they say? Was it Woodrow Coolidge. Wilson? Coolidge. Right. But <laughs> nobody Cal- noticed that Queen Victoria's one was? Yeah, that I actually buy. She's, like, a, got way too much on her plate. And by way too much on her plate, I mean... <laughs> crumpets a lot of them she's like constantly having tea time Mm -hmm. no time for fooling around now calvin coolidge on the other hand he plopped himself down at that desk and he thought i don't have anything to do today i'm just gonna i'm just gonna touch parts of this desk (laughs) until something pops loose country is basically running itself right now so here's can i just like run it through like how i imagine this happening calvin coolidge at his desk and he is opening and closing like his desk, like drawers at mere random. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sh- oh, God, nothing to do. Close, open, close, around close, in his open. Chair. And then he hears a click. Huh. Oh. What's that? He looks over on the side, twists the top, that little like square piece that pops out. And then that opens another compartment. Stupid. He's so just stupid. like, what the fuck is happening with my desk? I mean, my problem I'm with it good. is this. In order to get the first click, all you need to do is pull one drawer out to a one, I think, right? Because the combination's yeah. 18, blah, blah, blah. Uh, why? So all you need to do to make that loud click happen in the desk, signaling that a tumbler has fallen into place, is pull the drawer out like an inch. Nobody ever did that. Well, I, I think the click is louder for us, the audience, than it is for the characters in the movie. Yeah, it's muffled by... A beautiful layer of mahogany. I guess, yeah. And like no like no historian ever like took a good look at Queen Victoria's desk. Yeah. Well, okay. See, here's the thing. I mean you it's guys get the point I'm cham- making, right? It's in her private it, chamber. Like you yeah. understand my point. Like and nobody Queen noticed Vic- the I don't know, labyrinthine miles of secret tunnels under Mount Vernon, one of I assume the country's most secured locations. Yeah, well, I mean, do, wouldn't the president have known about it from his silly book of secrets, like, or yeah. something? Oh, yeah. Why would, there's, there, like, I don't understand how that could possibly, that one more so than any of the, I mean, I, I agree with you in general, mm-hmm. over long periods of time, these historical artifacts that are subject to heavy scrutiny, people Absolutely. Would probably yeah. have figured a lot of but them out, but that like... one especially, yeah. like, the Secret Service probably would have found that tunnel, like when they were doing like a miles wide sweep of the woodland surrounding the area. They would have found 
Because, like, oh, the yeah. entrance Yeah, door. the end of the tunnel, yeah, yeah, it's just, like, some vines are covering it up. Or well, something. no, it's, like, a wooden door covered in vines. And it's just, like, uh, okay, like, you, nobody's yeah. ever fucking seen that and just been, like, I wonder where this fucking goes. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, the tunnel at the end, out of the lost city of gold, is just, like, just a, a lake a, a in one of the Dakotas. See, that's the, that was the problem with what they did. They, they, they did the stupid thing where they... Went through all these rigmaroles of trying to find pieces to a puzzle to lead mm-hmm. them to a trap door that is only, you know, you have to like, okay, that part really chafed me where they're like, okay, stick your hand into this eagle rock. <laughs> yeah. And then you think, okay, you're going to open up the latch and like lift that rock up. And then it's just like a hold down, right? No. No. It fucking rocks just fall off of a canyon wall and are just like okay now there's just this big hole you found the door yeah and it's like how were they ever going to close that yeah how were they ever going? Oh, what's a good the point, point of that lock that's what's a good the point, point of that lock on a door if if it doesn't just open and close it just falls off why construct it would be yeah it would be like if your front door on your house was, was a, a, was a one-time use door and then <laughs> you, it's just you open. turn you you turn the knob and the door just collapses. Yep. Ah, oh, Jesus. Well, but, and the the whole idea of this city of gold is completely preposterous uh, for a number of reasons. But when they're down in the like mausoleum like catacombs mm-hmm. that contain this structure, did you guys get the impression that this was a city in the traditional sense that there would be people living and working and playing there? No, it seemed oh. more like a because I did not get that at all. It's just like a no, weird a sculpture made out of yeah, gold. Yeah, it's like a it's temple. Like a tomb. <laughs> yeah. And then here's a, another question. Did Native Americans have money? Because isn't that like the whole thing with like Inca and Mayan architecture used like precious metals in their architecture mm. because they didn't place fiscal importance on gold, right? Like I've... that's kind of the whole... I've heard that. I don't know. The conquistadors taking shit from their shit was because they just had gold on stuff because like, it's just pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the historical accuracy of that, I guess, but I have heard it before and I feel like it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say the historical accuracy of the city of gold under North Dakota? (laughs) No, I mean like the the gold trade thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just like, no, because that doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> like, for no. sure. Uh, my next note here. <laughs> I, I can't believe I skipped over this one. It says, uh, OK, Nick, so in this scene, we need you to throw like a big weird fit. And oh, you're already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wink. Any any good clandestine, uh, you know, wetworks style sneak around operation always begins with Nick Cage screaming at a woman <laughs> in a heavily guarded like, government facility, just losing like, his shit in Buckingham uh, Palace. Also, you kind of smell like booze. Have you been drinking? <laughs> I mean, I thought, I, uh, like... Well, he was, like, coloning himself with li- liquor. That yeah, was in but, order to to get thrown into security, because then mm-hmm. they could escape from security. It's the whole, their whole plot. But I just love that, like, I assume between the first movie and this one, that was probably where people started to kind of be like, man, this Nick Cage guy 
kind of a fucking lunatic sometimes, isn't he? And then this movie, the director was like, you know what? Let's let him off the leash just like one time. Like, let's just let him just go and just do his fucking thing. And he does his fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the most like Nick Cage moment in, in this movie. By far. He goes bananas, which I thought was nice. We hadn't seen a good freak out in a couple of movies, I don't think yeah i'm trying to think we've been coming off of a break which you have no doubt noticed dear listener Z, maybe <laughs> plural i mean if uh, it isn't it's just hi katie yeah hi, katie. <laughs> we, uh <laughs> but yeah let me think humanity bureau it's also tricky because we have the scrapped episodes yeah but there haven't been too many if i please if possible in the future can we refer to them as the lost episodes the lost tapes oh, yeah. <laughs> the, secret the secret city tapes. of gold well Cibola. actually the, well the the truth is uh listeners is that we recorded them but the master copies were stolen by nick cage himself mm-hmm. and now we have to get elected president um my next note is everybody use your aquafina I know. I, what is my note about this? I wrote uh, <laughs> tense music plus people shaking out Dasani bottles is a match made in heaven. Oh, I just kept thinking like I really loved Helen Mirren in this scene because she's just like half assing like, what is this is stupid. What are yeah, we doing? Yeah, I like <laughs> she, that. And I was like, she she does, the viewer it. really agrees with this right now. Like, yeah, she she says something like, "What are we gonna shake it out over every rock?" Like, and it's like, yeah, that's a great point, Helen Mirren. This is fucking stupid. And then it works. I just wanted him to be wrong sometimes. That's like the most infuriating part of this movie to me is that he's just never wrong. Like the first, <laughs> the first like maybe he comes up with the first idea he's like well maybe it's this it's always that it's never like when he's like resolute twins the resolute desks like maybe you're just wrong man no he's never wrong it's always the first guess which is what makes it disappointing also i feel like you know the the rocks changing color and like i feel like it would have um worked in the rain too like yeah. Like, I mean, what ink are they using? Also, like, again, what? to journey back to the cordoned off area, it never rained. Nobody ever saw that. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, one thing I was thinking about earlier today that I think is like a big problem with this movie is that none of the mysteries are like none of the mysteries have enough longevity. Can, yeah. Can I uh, can I just. Uh, yeah describe what that pictures in my mind as it's like if you had a treasure map Mm -hmm. and you looked at the treasure map and you're like fuck we have to find the x and then you move the treasure map over a foot and you look down and there's (laughs) the x there every fucking time every fucking (laughs) time it's just it's like none of the for two and a half hours yes it's never in okay here's what i mean it doesn't like set up a problem that they need to solve. I mean, I guess there's like the ancestor thing, but we already know that that's not true. His ancestor wasn't a traitor. We know that immediately. Yeah. But there's no like... It's literally the cold open as a cutscene of that. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of my top five favorite on-screen depictions of John Wilkes Booth. 
Um, but it never, it never like, it doesn't like set up like some mystery that is then having to be unraveled throughout the whole course of the movie. It is just like, here is a mystery solved. Here is a mystery solved. Here is a mystery solved. It's like beat by beat by beat. There's nothing that like your brain can kind of grab onto and kind of, um, gnaw at while you're watching it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this movie presents itself as being a mystery or a problem solving, a puzzle movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just not, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a dumb, it's just a dumb action adventure mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. 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 It's, mm-hmm. it's more like the mummy than anything else. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. Although the mummy, yeah, the mummy is way better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Instead it's like, of it's like the mummy, but unfun. And instead of having like this beautiful like landscape of like Egyptian tombs and like you know there's pyramids in the background and every now and then you see a sphinx. That, like, sphinx here and there. Yeah, it's just like you're going from like one historical U.S. like uh, like museum to another and just being like. <laughs> yeah all right we got that thing we needed <laughs> it is it like, is just like museum to museum it just sucks even their house looks like a fucking museum that would, by the way that would be miserable to live in that house i thought it was beautiful mm. but Ugh. you know what my problem was with it was that okay so this is where it divides this is the difference between him as indiana jones and him as like uh you know benjamin uh franklin yeah is it's like uh indiana jones had a clear mantra and it was it belongs in a museum (laughs) yeah ben gates's mantra is it belongs to me uh, yeah it's going on my wall dude yeah and in indiana jones they're battling nazis like in this movie they're battling ed harris which like is, is not an interesting or like no. ed, ed harris in this movie like nothing against his performance mm. i thought given the abysmal script he's fine yeah you know i love i he, love a good ed, ed harris he's he's good at looking menacing i just like you know to yeah, juxtapose this against the rock exactly in the rock yeah. he's you know he has a character that has this complexity yeah, yeah. and he he matches it you know he mm-hmm. does such a good job in that movie and <laughs> He has a complexity in this one. Sometimes he wants to be known as like a famous man who discovered the lost city of gold. And other times he's just like, I just want money. money." Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess either way, both things are, I guess, sins. I can't, I cannot believe. I mean, first off, I cannot believe that you just made the comparison of like, this character was fine, but I thought the actor's character in the rock was much more complex. (laughs) <laughs> second of all i can't believe that i 100 percent agree with you yes i think i thought oh ed harris was God. phenomenal in the rock and that character was so goddamn yeah. good and in this it's just yeah. like i i really hope that he was a secret confederate who was still trying to win the war yeah yeah well uh, you know that would have had more stakes than anything that's just the whole central thing in this movie that the stakes are just like, will my distant ancestor be remembered as a hero or a villain Mm -hmm. when they're just like already rich? Yeah. Like everyone in this movie is basically set to retire at the beginning. Most of them are already retired. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no, those stakes. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, 
kind of, maybe there's people that watch this movie and went like yeah shit oh boy i really <laughs> hope he clears his ancestor's name but like me i was just like i don't give a like, fuck who cares man like yeah yeah his ancestor was probably a piece of shit we live in america all of our ancestors absolutely were pieces of yeah shit. a lot of people's ancestors aren't great people and it doesn't uh, have any bearing on them and i guess for him because his ancestry is so important to him maybe it does but the movie treats this as if the whole world cares very deeply about this there's like press yeah. conferences about how his mm-hmm. ancestor may be a co-conspirator in the Lincoln assassination. And it's like, yeah. I mean, that would be a big deal to like a very small subset of the population. I feel like, okay. Well, that's the same con- concept as like, you know, no holds barred where it's like the, <laughs> the whole concept, the whole concept relates on like the, these people are superstars because yeah. wrestling is the yeah. number one sport in the world. I was literally just about to say that because that no would explain way. why that weird little kid at the White House is, like knows everything <laughs> yeah. about history. This is a world in which like football, no one cares. No. Not even a thing. Nobody plays sports. No. There sports are no is... bands. There's no music. It's I've... just it's just fucking academic decathlons yep. as far as the eye can and see. And I've said it for years. Everybody knows this. It's the fucking politics is just sports with ugly people. <laughs> I, so, I, um, hi listeners. Thank you for, uh, sticking with us. Let me catch you up to speed on that. So no holds barred was a movie starring Hulk Hogan vehicle. Terry okay. Hulk Hogan, in which he is a professional wrestler who is not Hulk Hogan. And wrestling is the most important thing in the world to everybody. And people are willing to, kill people about it um anyway uh, his name is rip in that yeah he's rip <laughs> so that's but yes i mean this movie suggests that like everybody is wild about ancillary characters and notable historical events right like mm-hmm. it's like a footnote right yeah and this by the way this movie came out before hamilton so like <laughs> this this movie is that's like true it treats it as if it is like national headline news when in reality the impact of this would be like some textbooks need to edit their okay. appendixes okay i it's not headline news or i mean there's a headline but it's like page three when the president's like did you see the headlines for tomorrow's paper and then it's just like that's like that's like on like fucking 4b <laughs> like it is yeah not, it's not front page news yeah like nobody would give a shit at all but it treats it as as if everybody does and it's the most important thing in the world because it has to because it's his character's motivation because it's not a very good movie my next note here is i would watch a full movie of two divorced retirees forced to explore lost ruins together that was maybe one of the most entertaining (laughs) parts of the movie for me at the like the the ending like yeah when john voight and helen mirren are like they get they get separated and uh Oh, I was, I was thinking more of the stinger at the end when it's like Helen Mirren's like, huh, are, who's cataloging this? I need to see who's cataloging yeah. this. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> like he's kind of bumbling and she's kind yeah. of like overly fastidious and like, like I, that would be such I a good movie. Like two 70 <laughs> year old retirees that hate each other, but are forced to like 
find the lost city of Atlantis, I'd be like, I would be first in line to watch that. It sounds amazing. Yeah, definitely a better concept than yeah. this one. And uh, that anno- that annoyed me too, though, that they're like by the end of the movie, they're literally calling each other sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, even though they like have hated each other for what thirty one years or yeah, whatever they yeah. say. They were married for a while and then went through apparently a very bitter divorce, but then they found Cibola, and now everything's fine. Also, mm-hmm. Nick Cage and Diane Kruger have apparently could not cohabitate. But they can fix their relationship by going on a globe-trotting treasure hunt. Is that are they just gonna have to do that every like two three years? Is that yeah. how that relationship's gonna work? It's yeah, just you know it's just kind of the it's kind of the groove they've fallen into. You know, like you gotta keep it fresh. But in this case, it's like the the way great a way to kill that relationship is just like wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. go downstairs to your echoey like hollow home where I mean surprisingly beautiful wood trim work and like beautiful house square inch has wood like his uh, or amazing yeah. like oil painting on it beautiful but, house unlivable yeah it would be so cool but yeah i mean it's just like both of those relationships are so bad and codependent because they're just like the only thing that binds them together is we're both in mortal peril and it turns out that when we're not we don't like each other very much yeah. But you're but you're supposed to root for it though. Of, uh, almost drowning is mm, hmm. in, oh, intoxicating. Yeah, nothing nothing like a uh, glimpse at the void to really get you horny for your ex. <laughs> uh, I know you said void, but I th- I heard void in my own mind, and I was just like, "Yep, that glimpse of that void." Ooh, yum. <laughs> <laughs> when you... Ooh, yum yum. <laughs> Helen Mirren. It's the call. It's She's the call wet of the in the void. city of gold. The, the call I'm of the void. That is terrible. Um, I, I, apologize. I apologize. So previously we did a segment that was called Good Compliments. And <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that officially yet, but let's do an unofficial. Hmm. Let's do, this is going to be like a DIY at home. Just compliments? This is, yeah, this is like a, this is like a bathtub segment. Um, All right things that we liked about the movie i really liked the balancing floor set piece i've never seen that before in a movie and i actually thought it was very clever and fun to watch uh yeah although you gotta wonder what is the point of that thing if it's supposed to be a trap couldn't it have just been a big pit where they fall and die yeah, that's a good and point there's no chance of escape yeah that's a that's like a good why point. Yeah, I mean, it, it was cool. It, it it's was cool. super cool. I, I agree. If um and the like power dynamics of you know Ed Harris yeah. like uh, kind of holding them all hostage was was really interesting. Um, it ends up playing out really well. I mean, it's I don't know why they built that. Thing, it's totally but... <laughs> pointless. It's so stupid and so elaborate, but and so impossible to build with the technology that they had. But it's so cool. If you don't know what this is, it's basically a big room uh, where the middle of it is. It's like a big square that they're all standing on. But the middle of it is like suspended on a point. So if people move to one corner, that corner starts to sink. So people have to move to the other corner in order to counterbalance the weight. It's very cool. It's a lot of fun to watch. If if you are going to skip this movie, I would recommend at least watching that part because I thought that part was pretty dope. Actually, if you want to watch this movie, don't. 
just watch that part <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool uh take take it up to where they're uh getting into the tunnels leading to the golden city and, and maybe just watch the last like 20 minutes yeah that's that i think that's a fair recommendation because i mean this is movie supposed to be an action adventure movie and there is not really much action mm-hmm. nor adventure in the first like hour and a half basically not like, really no it's like it's like indiana jones but you know that one scene in indiana jones one of those movies when he's like in a classroom yes. <laughs> it's like if you had done like an hour and a half of that yeah and then like then the guy comes in in the back and it's just like huh, huh. i thought you were retired yeah well from the venturing right <laughs> it's like well dust off your hat am. or something <laughs> like, yeah come on <laughs> Hope that bullwhip works. <laughs> yeah, pretty much this is just Indiana Jones where someone thought, like, eh, I'd like there to be a little more academia. A little more focus on that. Yeah, Temple let's, of like, Doom let's loved like make it. a real emph- but can- let's make a real push and emphasis for uh, historical mm-hmm. accuracy, but then let's just make up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> let's not let's <laughs> not forget folks. He's an archaeologist first. uh and then i also wrote here this is i think my last note that the final shot of ed harris drowning was like harrowing yeah and also i was like damn does it does anyone else have any other thoughts about about ed harris drowning i'm get i'm guessing you do (laughs) maybe maybe something maybe something surrounding the mechanism which they purport is keeping them from I safety. I didn't because at the beginning of that scene, one of them says like, "If we wedge something under the door, it's going to continue to flood the corridor, right? And we'll all drown." Yeah. But then, oh. when the door slams closed after Ed Harris sacrifices himself, the water hasn't even drained all of the way, and there is sunlight pouring in at the end of a twenty-foot walkway. You're right. Yeah. Like. They could have, I mean, of course they would have had no way of knowing how long the walkway was going to be. So it's it's not like this is an error exactly, but it's like, oh, he literally sacrifices himself to save Mm -hmm. them. And then immediately they realize, oh, we could have just swam like 15 feet. (laughs) It's like, could have just swam 15 feet and been good to go. It's like, like, yeah, he had his noble sacrifice because he had to. They they really wanted him to. But then it's like, whoops, didn't. Yeah, because he's been a dick the rest of the movie. Yeah. And then he didn't actually kill anybody. though. When he dies at the end, the last thing he says to Nick Cage is he's like, he's like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. This is paraphrasing. He's like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. But you tell him that it was me. I found this place. Which, I mean, in a roundabout way, he kind of did. He set the whole thing in motion, I guess. And Nick Cage is like, okay, I will. And then at the end, like, literally four minutes later, he's meeting the president. And the president is like, did you discover this? And Nick Cage is like, yep. (laughs) Like, yeah, it was me, uh, Justin Bartha, Diane Kruger. Uh, Yep. Oh, and Ed Harris, too. He adds it as, like, this little tiny afterthought at the end. He's like, oh, God. I almost forgot. Welcome to your status as a foot. He was there too. Also, he got he got really barthed. Also, he already he also <laughs> has the paper that says like how his his like great great grandfather was fucking not a murderer. 
of Abe Lincoln. Yeah, which how is that going to get? Which was like, how would you have that story already? How is that going to get? How are how is a newspaper going to explain that story? Hey, so okay, <laughs> you guys remember that treasure hunter guy and how his great grandfather was accused of potentially being the fourth co-conspirator in John Wilkes Booth's murder of the president at Ford's Theater. Well, it turns out that nope. actually he wasn't. What, it, what ha- was happening was that there's a secret society of Confederates, and then people would throw the newspaper in the garbage. I already did. People would be like... It's already in the garbage. It's not a, it's not a headline. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. Jeff, Jeff just looks at the sports page and is like, the Raiders didn't win, yeah. and then throws the newspaper <laughs> yeah. into the street. Anyway, that's all I have to say about it. I think you guys have anything else about the plot or the co- uh, content of this movie? Um, it's just like I, I okay I I do find like a lot of U.S. history like really interesting, mm-hmm. and then like the whole fake bullshit about how like there's like secret lo- like you know tunnels everywhere, which there are certain secret tunnels. Yeah, that's a thing, yeah. but that's mostly. For like safety reasons, like there's, it's not because like, oh, it leads to a hidden treasure. That's oh no, like, like that's not how. No, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the treasure is the um, artifacts of, of like you know, here is a desk that has been touched by so many people. Yeah, and then probably somebody else had touched it too, and that probably made it less valuable. But overall, it's the rich history that weaves in and out of these stories. And it's not the, like, it's not that there was like a fucking, you know, secret organization mm-hmm. that was like making treasure maps and like putting, you know, secret clues in money because that's the, like, come on. That's, that's, that's such a fantastic point, that's man. That's so, so silly. Because you're right oh. in that, like, history itself is, so it's so interesting there's so many cool things and even now i'm still constantly learning like mind-blowing things just about u.s history let alone world history yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's more knowledge than any one person could ever learn yeah except for nick cage except for nick he just knows it all and ken jennings and ken (laughs) and ken jennings and and this movie has to make up all of these secret societies and conspiracy theories to you know jazz it up but there's already so much interesting shit that you could write about or talk about and i get the point of the movie is the alternate history and alternate history is interesting for sure i guess i don't really know what concrete point i'm trying to make here but i I just agree with you that like history is already interesting enough uh, okay so like it, it i strained my brain by rolling my eyes so hard when they say the line could you imagine if the confederacy found the lost city of gold <laughs> well no no movie i can't As if- i fucking can't i just i don't want to because the amount of mental gymnastics i need to just like okay, what, they won the civil war because they had more money like i mean the south was already pretty much the richest part of america yeah i mean by that at the time like they they already had the lost city of gold it was called slavery yeah like oh mexico they took mexico what i said tobacco tobacco oh it's it's, Uh, yeah like like, it was just they 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 printed money because they had you know slaves that they didn't have to pay you Mm -hmm. know like this is like free labor by like you know like they 
there's a reason why they they wanted to break off and that's like a whole interesting thing and and like you know tragic and and all that st- all the stuff but it's just when you when you throw in like native american gold city like into the mix where you're just like yeah. okay i just don't what also why is it underground yeah like just why that i mean that entire thing we could spend literally a whole episode talking about the infeasibility of that city how is it still intact it's been exposed to running water for thousands of years (laughs) what is happening oh yeah oh whatever it just it's i just don't i i didn't i didn't care for this movie guys yeah this movie sucked it was not Um, good no also uh and like it, it was very Disney, so, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I felt the beats that they were moving along, and, like, you know, it definitely had a rhythm. But after the third time of them, like, you know, globetrotting to, like, find another clue, I just was, like, I'm bored. Yeah. I don't care. None of this actually means anything. You're just saying some facts about, like, oh, here's a piece of furniture that, did you know there's two desks okay well that's fun that's a fun yeah fact. and justin barth but, is over there like but wah, 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 wah. did you know they're also a puzzle box no, no. yeah this okay this movie made me long for the warm embrace of the sorcerer's apprentice yes exactly <laughs> i thought about same that pro- same lot. production team mm-hmm. which like there there's a sentence i never <laughs> thought i would say out loud even even after having watched The Sorcerer's Apprentice and realizing that I liked it more than I thought I was going to, I still never thought that I would be like, you know what? I wish this movie was more like yeah. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes, and it's... fire Justin Bartha, hire Jay Baruchel. You know what? Let's just mm-hmm. do this. It's time to move on to the hardest question of all questions. If you could recast the Nick Cage part in this movie with any actor or actress from any period in time, who would it be and why? Uh, I have my answer. Do you guys want to go first? Or oh, I could, I can go first. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I was thinking a lot about this question, and you guys probably think you know where I'm going with this, but hmm. you're right. <laughs> Kurt Russell would have been yep. great in this, and I like the idea of like you know maybe like Bearshell is like you know the sidekick. Yeah, that's cool. I was thinking like you know I'd want somebody a little maybe a little older. This like mm. his more of like an equal mm-hmm. like you know peer kind of thing, less like a mentor mentee sort of thing going mm. on. And uh, I was like like uh, you know John C. Riley maybe as like the sidekick Bearshell's. Mm. Oh, or not Bearshell's yeah, but. Yeah, Kurt, just Kurt like Russell and John C. Riley as yeah. as the duo. Yeah, and like I, that would I actually be you, awesome. You oh my have, god! Either that yeah. or like just full on Tango Cash it and like Sylvester Stallone <laughs> and Barry Shelby Sylvester Stallone and like okay. instead of being like here's the, here's the here's the here's the difference between those. Now we're cooking with you, food. You could have it. You could have it be like he's a tech guy, but he's also really into working out, like. <laughs> And, and instead and the of mind like, it's just like a muscle. You got to work it yeah. out to get a strong brain. Yeah. And so you could have that sort of like, you know, yeah. uh, fun, like here's a nerd, but yeah. like, he's also incredibly like jacked. And then all the ladies are like hitting on him, but he's still a nerd. He's, he's so he super, ba- he's super bad at it to them. He's so bad at it. And he's also like 
averse to violence and like terrible at fights and like yep. it's all like show muscle like he can't like physical activity he's like i don't want to climb it it's the rock is gonna hurt my fingers yeah he's complaining about hiking or somebody throws a punch and he's like ow south dakota black hills whatnot he's just oh like god. oh god this is this uh bugs everywhere i'm I hate way it. into this and then harvey Keitel's character okay nick cage zazz it up Nick Cage is Harvey Keitel's character. Yes. All right, so we're kind of just shuffling. Zazz yeah. it up. Uh, Jeff, what do you got? Uh, my my Zazzer is that uh, I would like to see Jason Schwartzman in this role. Huh. And really, really, like, re-examine the tone of the movie. Like, this, it'd be a very different movie. Uh-huh. But someone who can really sell that smug energy, that smug know-it-all energy, you know? Yeah. Like... Like like his energy in Rushmore, but but as an older man, you know. Yeah. Ooh, I was thinking. I was thinking more of like, uh, like bored to death. Mm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. But so yeah. he is sort of more like annoying and repellent to other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His yeah. his his knowledge is just a wall that no one can get past because he's unrelatable. Wow. And maybe on the spectrum and on the spectrum. That was yeah. fucking so good, Sean. Yeah, it's a more more interesting movie than the one we Absolutely. watched. Absolutely, <laughs> this bad one. His wall, his knowledge is a wall that is impenetrable. That was so goddamn. That's super profound. Anyway, uh, see, this is this is why we script this. Every it's week. true. Yeah. yeah, it's why we script this, this part right I... here. Also scripted. Yeah, so scripted. <laughs> yeah, I. To be fair, I did not take notes for this movie, by the way. People. Sorry, I stopped about halfway through. Um, I mean, you guys know me. When it comes to like a big, dumb action thing, I, just, I start checking out in places. Um, well, this had the big and dumb, but where's the action? Hey-o! It was just boring. I'm uh, it was, Kablamo, it was but not really. So my uh, fantasy casting, I also did multiple characters. So I'm, I would recast... The Nick Cage role as Rachel Weiss from The Mummy. Hell yeah. Because she's awesome. And, uh-huh. you know, she her energy in that movie is that she's like this academic who is forced by circumstance to take part in this um, whole adventure. Mm-hmm. And I think that I thought she was like a librarian. She is. Yeah, she is. And that is what makes it more interesting and fun because she doesn't want to be there, but she has to be there. She also seems like the kind of person, her character, who would take an accusation like that against her ancestor, like, way too seriously. Okay, okay. In this, uh, is she doing an American accent or a British accent? I think, I think you know the answer to that one. <laughs> She's doing... Australian. The qu- <laughs> <laughs> and then I would recast the... Um, J- I almost said the Jay Baruchel part. The, just, the Justin Bartha <laughs> part uh, would be Martin Freeman. Okay. Ah, The yeah. Hobbit. Yes, yeah, The right? Hobbit, or <laughs> he was in British Jim. British Jim, or <laughs> British guy Jim. from Black Panther. That guy, uh, guy from Black Panther. I mean, not there's a lot of guys in Black Panther. Yeah, but there's yeah. only one Martin Freeman. Um, yeah, and I just thought he would be great. Maybe he would be a little bit too similar to her energy in that sort of like yeah. anxious, nerdy sort of way. So maybe that would have to be. And maybe like a little too visibly, uh, you know what? Visibly Fuck similar. It, just, how about just Brendan Fraser? Right. Yay! Yeah, and then yeah. thank you. 
how about instead of watching National Treasure Book of <sighs> yeah. Secrets, you just watch The Mummy instead because it kicks I'm just ass. And also, there's a cool sequel that's good. Yeah. Did you guys know that this movie hypothetically is still getting a third installment at some point? I did. Yeah. No, I did not. I hope they go. I guess this this can serve as our uh, behind the scenes because I don't really have shit for Jack else. So yeah, you guys want to go guys. back there behind the scenes and see what's going on? I did not go back there because um, there was just like a big uh, triangle, like uh, pyramid <laughs> shape with an eyeball on the top, and I just kind of creeped me yeah. out. So I just I'm let's not go going back. back uh, let's poke around, kick some tires, and see what uh, comes up. What uh, do you got? No, I don't want to. So there's going to be a third. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is the third installment has been in production hell for like 10 years. Yeah. Uh, As recently as January of 2020, people in interviews were saying that it it still could happen. And when it when it happens, they expect that the original cast will return. What? Are you kidding? Uh, I'm not going to hold my breath on this one. I mean, but, you know, hey, Ender's, Ender's Game got made eventually. So, I guess, yeah. Yeah, but never, that didn't have three never. fucking sequels, yeah. which it was supposed to, right? Like, oh, there's a million of those books. Yeah, Duke Duke Nukem Forever came out at some point. That's true. Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. What? The like the movie? No, it was the a movie? video game. Duke Nukem? Uh, hold on. Oh, hold you on. got me excited. New Mutants. There, there's a better reference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, that's fascinating. All right. Uh, do you guys have anything else for behind the scenes? I don't have anything this week. Yeah, not really. Uh, the uh, special features section on my DVD had a, admittedly a whole commentary track for the movie, which I declined mm, to watch right. because this movie sucked really bad. <laughs> I didn't want to listen to people talk yes, about it's it true. for two plus hours. Comes with a commentary track uh, and also encoded in the background of that is the cipher that reveals the location of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah, shit. Maybe I should have tried watching this movie backwards. I lost faith in that joke like halfway through it. Anyway, (laughs) uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Tune in next week when we review uh, National Treasure 3, The Wheels of Destiny, in which the crew finds the secret compartment in FDR's wheelchair that leads them to Richard Nixon's real sarcophagus. Yeah. Ooh! Um, Which, uh, spoiler alert is hidden in uh that what wait where's the liberty bell (laughs) all right bye guys (laughs) bye everybody have a good one thanks for listening don't worry this will be short if you enjoy the podcast and want updates check us out on twitter we're at atwac podcast that's a-t-w-a-c podcast for all the world's a cage also review us on itunes if you use that or recommend us to a friend well Ask if they like Nick Cage first, and then ask if they like podcasts, and then recommend us. Thanks again.